Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hey, 82? Huh. 82. Yeah. Believe it, huh? Can you believe it? Is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> and on. in this episode, <laughs> we'll be taking a look at the rest of Warhammer Fest, as well as the latest 40K previews. But as always, we like to talk about things we've been doing hobby-wise. And last you heard, Jeff was getting ready for a Chaos Knights game, so we'll start with JF. How did that go? I played a Chaos Knights game. Excellent. Amy, <laughs> how about you? How'd it go? Uh, it was fun. It was terrifying. So basically what I did is I quote-unquote speed-painted the Chaos Knight box that we received from Games Workshop. Thanks, Games Workshop. Love you. Uh, and I managed somehow by neglecting everything important in my life to paint uh, two war dogs and an abominant in time for uh, for a game the same weekend uh, pre-orders went up, which is always fun. I, I was hoping to go when there's a crowd and just be like, yeah, it's models already, and there's no one there. Like, the, the shop is completely <laughs> empty, uh, so which is good. We had our pick of tables. Uh, we did a 750-point game because that's just how many points I had of nights. So uh, just the, the painting itself is super fun. Like, I had forgotten how much fun painting a large model like that is. Mm. I've painted the extremes, little gaunts, and much, much bigger models <laughs> that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Uh-huh. But this, the night-sized stuff is so cool. I, I did one for my Ad Max four or five years ago. It was great. I had fun. I forgot how much fun it was. So painting those three guys was was a blast. Uh, I've already got some more for my Admex that's built but never painted. I may try to find some time to paint them. But yeah, and I, I another thing that was great about painting these guys is like I don't usually when I get new models for something I've already got an army of it. Like even this is like five hundred points, so I, I feel compelled to follow those painting those color schemes. But having this this army that I had not planned on doing, that I had no nothing to base it on, really allowed me to just do whatever the hell I wanted and try a bunch of new techniques. And all of it was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and the play style for knights, uh, anybody that knows me knows I play orcs and I play Tyranids. I play also an infantry heavy Tau army with 48 um, fire warriors. I have a huge model account usually. So. Yeah. Even when you're like, I'm only, this is going to be a small model count army. It's only 63 models. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, right? Good job, bud. So I show up with three models and I am out of my element completely. <laughs> uh, I played against some Imperial Fists from my friend Sam. Um, Big ups to Sam for <laughs> indulging me in playing this dumb game. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun for a bunch of stupid reasons, mostly because a lot of the game got decided in the one phase that we 
dismiss in ninth edition, and that is Overwatch. Overwatch was super important. <laughs> I lost a knight to Overwatch. Oh man, who then blew up and damaged the tank that killed it. Even better. And then more Overwatch allowed me to kill another unit. It's just everything happened in Overwatch. And it was it was surprising because we ended up like we played with the um what are they called? Those cards that you the, uh, get Tempest started. of War. Yes, Tempest of War. These are amazing, by oh, the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you're trying to just get a game going quickly, uh, especially if you're playing low pointage, like don't even bother with the secondary objective. Just grab a primary objective card and uh, deployment and the mission card, and you're you are good to go in no time flat. So that's a lot of fun. So we did that, and basically we just had to control objectives on the board. Nothing very complicated, uh, which is great considering we didn't we had such small armies. And at the end, I the only model I had left was my abominant. I cleaned the table. But he, my dude only had like nine wounds left. He was not doing super well. And I only won by five victory points. Like I had 30 to 25. So it was not a super close game, not a nail biter, but still close enough that it was fun the whole way through. Awesome. And walking a giant, super powerful, heavy, super heavy psyker across the table (laughs) is a joy. (laughs) So, yeah, anybody, I'm not a Chaos player, I'm not even Knight player, but I will be adding to that army because it is a lot of fun. Anybody that's been tempted, um, take the plunge. It's, it's worth it. It's a good army. It, it, Games Workshop did good. I was going to say, how long until you had another 1,250 points to that army? Um, well, I've already got a Castellan box, and one of the things that's great about the, 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 the Chaos Knights is that you get so many pieces left yeah. over. So I've got enough faceplates. Like, I've, I, I didn't use... I used the... Um, there are two faceplates that are really cool with the Abominant. Is one of them is kind of like this melting skull thing. That's the one I used because melting skulls, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the other one is the one that we've seen in the previews with the the the, the huge tusks. But those faceplates are interchangeable with the, the Imperial Knights, obviously. So, like, use that. I've got a bunch of chains left over. Enough the uh, transfers that I can uh, that I can easily take that castle and turn him into a knight tyrant for for chaos. And as soon as they put out some boxes for war dogs, I'll buy a couple more war dogs, and I'll have fifteen hundred points. Yeah, that's so. the nice thing about the uh, the chaos knight kit is you get so many bits. If you have like, even if you had an old imperial knight you wanted to change over, it's super easy to to do that. Yeah, just slap on some extra pieces. It's a it's it's very easy. Um, and even if you've got a a knight that's got the the the, the, the imperial symbols, what I did for because I, I complained about that. The decal sheet does not have some of the new houses that are in the codex, which pissed me off. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I wanted to do house Korax. So what I did is I used decals I had from a previous night for ha- house Raven and just crossed them out as if they were like spray painted with large X's or added a chaos, uh, chaos star on top of one just to show that that was their previous houses. Now they're corrupted. And you can do that. Like you, you can just yeah. grab a normal Imperial Knight and quote unquote corrupt it and it works. So that's a lot of fun. I also painted the vultures that go on top of these knights as if they were made of, uh, of molten glowing metal. So they're lava vultures. That's oh, cool. 
allowed me to like play around with some uh, some OSLs, which is fun and easy. So yeah, no, it's, it, it, the whole thing was a blast. I do have one complaint, and it's about the data cards. Mm. The Tyranid data cards spoiled us. They had the Warlord traits. They had the, uh, the, the basically they had cards for everything from psychic powers to stratagem to Warlord traits to relics. Like it, it ran the gamut. Um, the Chaos Knight cards have your stratagems and your psychic powers, and that's it. Oh, and that's unfortunate. I yeah, that's what I thought. Like it's a. Uh, and I, I know it's just, oh, you got used to something really cool, and now you're complaining that the other thing isn't as cool. Like, I get it, but, you know, set a standard, follow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'd be, I would be disappointed if I played both armies and you get, like, two different things across different armies, right? It's kind of a Yeah. Yeah, and I, I also, I filmed a, an unboxing of the, uh, of the, the Chaos Knight uh army box so if anybody's curious about that you can go to warhammer workshop on youtube and check out what's inside and then you'll know everything you need to know to go uh pre-order if there's any left to pre-order how about you amy what have you been up to so um i'm trying to think of what i talked about last time because i don't remember i think i'd already put together my i'd already gotten my my new nether what is it called the new underworlds box yes nether maze that's it so I got all those built in the un- in the undead guys, so that's good. My local Warhammer store had their anniversary, so I went in there. Oh dang, I missed it. Um, I went in there to get what did I get? I got the Inquisitor because he was real cool, and I got the Orc one because I've got all those orcs, and I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> I'll, just, well. I'll do it. It's fine. Like if you don't buy him, he'll jump into your bag anyways. So. Yeah, they'll just show up. Um. So the only the only problem is that they make you go in there and pre-order it in the store. So I'm going to have to go back there. But on the plus side, they did actually talk to me like a person. So that was cool. That's, good. <laughs> That's not, not something that always happens when I go there. But uh, yeah, so I got that. And then um, I'm, I'm sort of got too many concurrent projects uh, that I... <laughs> Then I have to put together. Did I talk about building Storm Boys? Because I built Storm Boys for my orc army for uh, next to Depticon, and I've built a lot of orc kits. This mm-hmm. is the most fun orc kit I have oh. ever put together. Oh, Those Storm Boys. Fun, I mean, or, that's what I'm saying. Orc kits always fun. These Storm Boys so fun. There are so many dumb grots in that box. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, it's so good. I, I've I've given you my happy rant about how I'm noticing that every orc comes with a grot now. It's so good. It's like the Nurglings. Like, they figured it out. Yeah. They were like, oh. Oh, no, they like these. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm pretty done with blind boxes, but if it was a blind box of little dudes... Oh, please. I I would be in. It would just... My money would just leap out of my wallet. (laughs) Or, like, giveaway at events. Like say an adepticon right and you're like here's here's some blind bags of little guys and i'm like yes everybody's so happy you know what you gotta do yeah. for the mm-hmm. your army's for the friendly right yeah paint up three grots mm-hmm. with like a little sign that says like you played amy and give one to each of oh, snap! i've got the let me tell you there's some giveaway plans 
Because nice. I, I always theme them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I got some plans. It's going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be real good. You will have missed three Adepticons, so three it feels Adepticons. like you've got some catching up to do. I do. I do. Our friend Clint won friendliest this past Adepticon, and I'm like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Here we I'm go. I'm way friendlier than you are, you jerk. <laughs> be so friendly. Yeah, speaking um, of Adepticon, we're going to talk about a little bit about that later in the show, aren't we? Yes, we are. Ooh. So yeah, so I'm um, I feel like I've got a lot going on, and none of it is in any sort of forward direction, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. We've got um, hang on, 307 days, so it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I'll get back on track here in a hot second. Uh, what about you? Well, uh, unfortunately, I played my knights. Yeah, oh, not you. <laughs> unfortunately, I've been. Very busy with work, so I haven't been able to finish the Chaos Knight that Games Workshop sent us, but I am almost done. Um, I think it, it Are came you out... painting the whole box? No, no, just the just the one night. <clears throat> the, the big one? Yeah, that I I did a bunch I did some conversion to it to make it a little more nerdly. So uh, uh, Matt, Matt, are you are, do you have plans for the war dogs? Um uh yes, because just like you <laughs> I have found this very entertaining and <laughs> I'm going to end up with a curses a small Night Army at some point. Um, but I am almost done with that. So I started um, planning my friendly army. Um, I think I told you guys, but it's going to uh-huh. be turning Flappy Boys. Turning Flappy Boys. So yes. just trying to figure out what I want to do and <laughs> exactly how many boxes of gargoyles I need. And I've also been... Um, I've been talking, you know, I've been looking forward to playing some Age of Sigmar, and I started picking up some uh, Sylvaneth, and then after the reveal, which we'll talk about later, I was even more excited for Sylvaneth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think the thing that I like about Age of Sigmar right now, as long as you're not playing, like, Night Haunt or Stormcast, is there's not, like, 40 options to the army, right? Yeah. Like the, the Sylvaneth army, there's probably, like, 10 things in the army overall, including, like, the different characters and stuff, so it's really not that much to, like... I feel more comfortable saying, man, I've got an Age of Sigma Army, I want to get one of everything, rather than, like, I'm going to play Space Marines and get one of everything. Right. But, um... So I did some trades in some of the trade groups, and I've just been uh, cleaning that stuff up and, and fixing, you know, things that get broken in the mail, because people don't know how to ship miniatures, apparently. Um, and they're all real... They're real pokey. Mm. Oh, yes. They're, they're very... Very pokey, um, uh-huh. but I'm looking forward to working on that soon because I think they should be fairly easy to paint, at least the dryads and stuff. So. Let me tell you the uh, the wildwood contrast paint, mm, so sure. good. One of my favorites yeah. in the contrast paint line. Looks real nice. I did um, a couple years ago. We did we did hobby summer camp at my game store, and um, I wound up painting up one of the. Uh, one of the archers there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And I did, uh, I did it in like all the wood is in contrast and it was just so quick. And I was like ready. I was prepared to do layers on top of it. And I was like, well, you know what? Actually, I think we're good there. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So invaluable for that sort of stuff. Yeah. They're, they're so fun to paint though. I love them. I am looking forward to, uh, painting Ariel as well, the Everqueen. Mm. 
Usually I just kind of go for it, but I saw like, oh, when this model came out, Dungy did like a two-hour video on how to paint it. Maybe I'll watch and try that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Luckily, I still have, he used, I sort of watched it use all the glazes that are discontinued, but luckily I still have all mine. So Nice. Um, anyway, so that's what I've been working on lately. And hopefully soon you'll see pictures of my night on our Facebook page because it is almost done. I put mine there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. You did. A, I like the uh, the bases you did for them too. Those look really nice. Oh, they're so easy. <laughs> you pick so many shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go through the rest of Warhammer Fest. The you heard us talk about 40k day, and the next day was Age of Sigmar day. Lucky Skaven players got a single model. Um, I was so revved for them having, like, a big release. Yeah, because they yeah. did, like, the whole teaser image thing and everything. And, like, the, you know, they come at night and you're like, oh, no, just this one does. It's, you know, it seems like armies that got directly ported over from Warhammer, like yeah. Skaven, aren't really getting a lot of new stuff. Right? Um, Goblins got quite a bit. But still, the stuff that was in the Goblins Army wasn't really in their Warhammer Age of Sigmar Army. That's true. Right? Like, most of the Skaven Army is... Yeah, that's true. The stuff from Straight Warhammer. Straight up. Um, you know, they I think... They do have a lot, so... They do. They have, and there's quite a few things that probably could use a resculpt, but I'm, I'm wondering if they're trying to figure out what to do with Skaven. Right? Yeah. Because you could, just like with a lot of the other armies, they could just do a... You know, come with a bunch of new units and do like a clan pestilence book and then a clan skyer book or, you know, whatever they want you to do there. But um, if you were watching the the preview, you saw lots of disappointed people in chat, mm. <laughs> which I can understand. You know, they, yeah, they played it up and you got one new model, which is one guy kind of a bummer. But, you know, they still continue to expand through campaign books, too. So hopefully there was something in the future. But the Sylvaneth got quite a few new kits. Which are coming actually a lot faster than uh, I would have expected because they're on pre-order this weekend. Mm-hmm. The, at least the, the box. Right. It's a good box. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh I know. I'm <laughs> so angry. I know. I, I do too. But then I look over at my Loon Curse box that is mm. still sitting basically unopened on my shelf. And I'm like, all right, just be a grown up for like five minutes. I, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot, as a responsible adult, get that box, no matter how deeply and terribly I want it. <laughs> I was, um, again, looking, you know, on, on the trade groups and stuff, and if anybody was like, hey, you know, I just want, like, the Skaven half, but no, nobody wants the Skaven half. Oh, man. Nobody wants it. Well, because it's, it's not really a lot of new models, right? Yeah, that's true. But for the Sylvaneth, they got some... Um, I, what's the fairies, right? What are they called? I don't have Gossamid archers. Yes. And more bug riders. Yes. Which I am These I am totally digging. Lancers. I am totally digging the bug riding aesthetic that Games Workshop is going for recently. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna complain about it at all. No. If you're in, into entomology, um this is this is your golden age. Yeah. I uh we have a friend who we've been trying to get her into any sort of gaming with us, right? You know, 
And so I sent her the picture of the of the fairies and the bug riders, and she was like, "Okay, I'm listening." I was like, "That's right, that's right. Come on over." Yes, you are. And it's such yeah. it you know represents such a unique kind of thing you can do with painting, right? Because as we know, the natural world is full of mm-hmm. colors and color shifts and hues. We've all seen people that paint their orcs like red or gray, and it, it just looks weird, right? I had blue orcs, and they looked amazing. It's true. Shit. Now I have the blue orcs, and they That's still true. look amazing. <laughs> the, the, the snow's gone yellow, though. Um, I don't yeah, know what fine. these orcs it's have been fine. up to, but... And they've been in that box for a while. It's cool. But with with bugs, you can literally do anything. Anything. And it doesn't look... You know, I use the term weird, but you know what I mean. Like, it doesn't look off compared to because it's a bug it could be whatever you want right love it yeah the the and there's a new character as well um so a lot of really cool stuff coming for sylvaneth i hope that they put out a video on how they painted her headpiece oh i know that looks because it's so different from the way they paint just about anything else yeah Mm -hmm. it's that like sort of soft jade and i'm like i want how how you do give Mm. me even a list give me a paint list (laughs) anything on the back of the box you'll have the colors that's true also we're getting more myrmidon ogroid myrmidons which first appeared in war cry as a single monster box yep um looks like a set of uh, a set of three uh goes with the destruction army and they did a big announcement, so this is similar to the announcements we've done in the past for, like, Sisters and stuff. Um, they're completely reworking the Cities of Sigmar army. Yeah. And Which I is... like that they're like, it's going to be a bit, guys. Yeah, yeah, Guys, sure. it's going to be a minute. Well, and it's it was, that, that, that announcement was very much like the Sisters one, in yeah. that it was sort of that same thing of, like, here's some iconography. But here's the thing, like, I, I know a lot of people get kind of frustrated as, oh, it's going to be in a while. I like that. Yeah, like, for sure. It, it gives you time to clear the docket, gives mm-hmm. you time to get excited. And also, you kind of know that they're going to be putting in the effort and you're going to be getting news, rumors, previews for like the next year and a half of it. Like, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're reworking this army because the Cities of Sigmar was sort of the dumping ground for everything that didn't fit anywhere else, right? Right. It was just, oh, your dwarf ironbreakers, your regular infantry guys, your your dark elf spearmen. Well, they just go, they all, they're all just regular city people. They go in this army. It's kind of like how Slaves of Darkness has gotten with all of the chaos war bands from Warcry. Yeah. Because it's like, "Eh, you're a spiky guy. All right. You you can go in here. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's anything that doesn't fit anywhere else. They're like, "Eh, Cities of Sigmar. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, so that'll be really interesting to see how that develops and, um, what sort of, you know, how they rework older units or just drop older units to, uh, to bring new stuff in there. Um, new general's handbook is on the way. All right. Well, this is where I had a complaint. Go for it. So the day before we'd seen our new chapter approved. Mm -hmm. Fine. Fantastic. Then we see the General's Handbook, which is very clearly spiral bound. I know. Oh, God. And I was like, excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> what are, hang on. What are we doing here? Yeah. What 
what what are you doing I, I would be willing to forgive a good reason for this if they were giving us a reason for this. Yeah. But hey guys, give me why my spirals. is it different? Because they secretly hate 40k players. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> it, it is definitely a, a frustrating though, right? Because yeah. it's just, they did one, was it in 8th edition they did one of the 40k one spiral bound? I think it was the first one. Um, the mini rule book. And it was perfect. Well, and they've done um, all of the little mission packs. The Crusade books are all Yeah, those are all spiral bound, yeah. But, like, the one that you really need. <laughs> yeah, the one that you're going to bring to, like, bound. tournaments and stuff. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, nope, just uh, just go ahead and, and put something on the books so it stays open. Mm. And enjoy. Um, yeah, frustrating. Um that the 40k one isn't spiral bound, I mean, but fine. But <laughs> was just like, wait it's, a it's, minute. Yeah, no, it's annoying. Um, and they talked a little bit about it. There's going to be a big focus on battle line, which would be your troops. Um, and these ones more so than they were previously. So I think that's, that's a good thing, right? Always good to see more standard troops on the board than just armies of characters. Um, and then there was two hero miniatures for... Age of Sigmar, both based off upcoming stories. Um, yeah, they, they've both been in short stories before, but now they're getting their own books. Yep, their own series. Uh, a vampire, which I think that model looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yes. And a dwarf fellow. With, uh, I want to know where that tentacle's from. That he's yeah, I want the model that that belongs to. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday was box game day no this was thursday friday oh, was box yeah. game day <laughs> i'm a deviant. friday box games day so um surprisingly no um nethermaze stuff yeah and then when i went back and looked the underworld's logo was definitely not listed mm. on the calendar and that just didn't register to me at all I just assumed since it had just come out. I was like, yeah, no, obviously we're going to talk about it. Give me a roadmap, something. Exactly. Like, and and I I assume because in the banners that you had on top, there were two that looked very Sylvanaf. So my thought process was, well, one of them's for AOS, the other one's for Nether Maze. There you go. Yeah. And, I, and especially because right, everything they revealed so far for Nether Maze was the box set and like the one Warband, which have all been released. Um, and the one warband was actually not Nether Maze. It was from. Oh right, it was whatever, the last. Whatever the previous one. Yeah, the final warband of the previous. Season. That must have gotten delayed. Yeah. But no, uh, nothing there. But we did get to see some cool squat prospectors. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Out of yeah. nowhere. There was a lot of out of nowhere. I, I sure. love when my predictions are wrong in like the good way. Like, <laughs> cause I, like I had predicted, Oh, we're going to see squats for kill team. And then we get kill team, which is just nothing. It's just... Which was also out of left field, which we'll get to. Yes. But then we get, Oh no, no, they're squats. They're just in the other setting, the other part of the setting that you never expected them to be, which is, a little stupid of me because they had already put out two squat, you know, characters for Necromunda. So why not an entire war band, uh, war band gang, gang, gang. And they yeah. look amazing. Oh, I love the helmets. 
Those the helmets are fantastic. so d- they're so dumb. They're so dumb. And <laughs> Fantastically eighty sci fi dumb. Yes. Like I would see those are helmets I'd see on Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Or Space Nineteen Ninety Nine or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> they actually actually they have a little bit of a uh two thousand one Space Odyssey vibe. Mm. For sure. So you have the Squat Prospector Gang and the Book of the Outlands, which will have uh, the rules for all the gangs and stuff for for your so choice and some. Vehicles. This is what I was confused about. Mm-hmm. I was confused about that book because, like they said, that Ash Wastes and you know Base Necromunda are two separate things. Yeah. And so when they when they're like, all right, well, so we're putting out this book, and I was like, okay, so this is going to be all the Ashway stuff so that they're playable in regular Necromunda. And then they're like, and vehicle rules. And I'm like, well, now I have no idea what's actually going on. So it, it seems like, cause the Orlocks for Ashways, they get a vehicle and they have like a different gear list, right? Right. A little bit. So I think it's, it's going to be what I would expect anyway, is that this has the rules for any, um, soon to be coming gang specific vehicles. Mm. I'm sure there'll be like an, another update because these these seasons or whatever of Necromunda usually lasts a little while. Um, That's true. With the remaining of them, but what I liked was that Ridge Runners and Rock Riders from the Jester mm-hmm. Occult Army can be used in this because they're they're just a basic utility vehicle that uh they happen to weaponize for 40k. I like that there's an asterisk in the Warhammer community article about this. That's like squats and land trains mentioned in the same article. What year is it? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? Like we're, we're getting, people are getting everything they've asked for. Yeah. And just repackaged in a strange way that matches how the games are today. Yeah. And, Jeff, you're you are gonna start playing Necromunda soon? That's the theory. Uh, yes. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so I have I have a sibling. Uh, I have this brother <laughs> who has been he's been the guy who earnestly has been asking for for squats. Like not not like mm. he's not your typical workshop neck beard yeah, in the yeah. back, just asking for it just to be a pain in the ass. No, he's, he genuinely, this is, this is the dude, no matter what we play, he will always gravitate towards the dwarves. Mm-hmm. And f- for Warhammer 40k to have once had dwarves and no longer have them, um, I think has been a thorn in his side for a very long time. Mm. So when the moment they announced Necromunda Space Dwarves, uh, he was already pretty freaking jazzed about League of Votan. Like once when he saw that, he said, "All right, well, how can I clear my docket in time for this?" So here was uh, the best part, right? So they announced this, and I get a message from JF that's like, "All right, well, uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my brother to play Necromunda." Yeah. And then it was like 37 minutes later, I get. <laughs> Well, all right. So he's gonna play Necromunda. <laughs> I was like, that was efficient. He's um. So yeah, no. Since then, he's read all the Nec- he went out and bought the Necromunda core book. He's read all the rules. He is very on board. Great. And especially after what the the preview we got this week, he's even more on board. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. And and that's the thing. Like so, yeah, I'm definitely 
since we're, we're we're definitely getting the the prospectors for Necromunda before we get the Codex and the 40k army. Yeah, for sure. Because I've I've been wanting to play Necromunda for a while. I have a Delakia Warband gang gang, and I wanted to. <laughs> I don't know why I call them warbands. <laughs> you want to do the water ones, right? Uh, I I do want to do like some kind of Delake war uh, gang, a lot allied with Water Guild. I don't know. Oh, I have. Cool. I'm I'm thinking of things, uh, but so now I'm definitely going to be doing this. And I started reading the rules for Hive War, and I've built all the scenery for Hive War. I need to just paint it now. So yeah, no, I'm in. I'm gonna play Necromunda. Uh, I've actually I've, I've sent some message to uh, to Matt asking how does this work? Where do you get <laughs> for, for how terrain works to make sure I'm 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 gonna what else am I gonna need later on and all that? Yeah. So there there's a great um, website out out there called Yak Tribe, mm-hmm. which is like um, it's all Necromunda, right? It's and there are a lot of great suggestions on because if out of all games workshops rule sets, Necromunda is definitely like guidelines, right? It's like there's so so much you can there even in the rule book, kind of like just do what you want, but here's some rules to do it. Um, so they have like expanded experience tables that make your guys level up faster, you know, but not so fast that it, it seems like it's out of control. But um, I would just take a look at that because some of that stuff it would be great, especially if it's just like you and your brother and maybe one other person playing where it's not going to take eight games to level guys up. It might just take one or two instead. Which is good. Although I know my brother's going to be frustrated at the guidelines for scenery not being mm. very strict. Um, yeah. he, he likes it when it's very solid how you put things down. And I kind of agree with him. Like the, le- the least ambiguity you get in rules, the more fun and easy flowing a game can be. But I'm sure we'll manage. I mean, there's space dwarves. I assume this buys a little bit of leeway. <laughs> so yeah, yeah the, no, um, the, the moment that was announced, uh, my my fate as a Necromunda player was sealed. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad you guys are playing. It's a it's a lot of. We had a lot of fun, even though we had to end the campaign just due to timing issues. But um, I love it. I'm just angry. I don't get to pull out my uh, my old met- metal spires to play. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I'm sure we'll get to them eventually. I hope so. And we get to see the next season of Kill Team for 40K, which is some uh, Primaris Marines. Which Primaris Marines? Um, they are nice looking Primaris yes, Marines. They are. They, they are, are the very readers, dynamic. Right? They would look nice on a display board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, the Phobos Marines, right? Um, yeah, Phobos yeah. Strike Team. Yeah, so they they are definitely some good poses, and you know, just like any kill team game, there's the kit of all the extra bits which you can make them. All your specialists. Uh, I do like the the we'll call him Sergeant. I like that the bearded and mustached head. That's a the pointy guy. See. Yeah, the pointy guy. I don't usually see mm-hmm. too many. Uh, yes, the man outside who of space holes, You know. Yeah, um, that's true. Heads like that, but Chaos Renegades are on the other side, and oh boy. That was such a surprise. <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? They're like, oh, yeah, BT Dub's Trader Guard. And you're like, what? Yeah. Which what? is super cool. It um it uses some of the models from Blackstone Fortress. 
Yeah, the two um, main ones. The yeah, yeah the Ogren the and, and the Trader yeah. Commissar, which are amazing models. For some reason, I was compelled to put my uh, to put them together from uh, from Blackstone Fortress this week. Mm. <laughs> I, maybe I paint them. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, the Commissar is such a great model, and the Ogren too. And um, it'll be all the other models. You know, with the Kilty on great kits look look really great too. I love the guy with the shield. The riot shield and the pistol. Yeah. Um, I like all the guard skulls. Yes. On yeah. the pikes. Like, yeah. whoops. So next season of Kill Team coming. Uh, but here's, here's, the, here's the big question, right? Yeah. Um, where do these fit 40KYs? We don't know. I, I, I suspect in the upcoming <laughs> Chaos Codex. They didn't say it, though. Right, I feel that that's True. something they would have bragged about. <laughs> you know, you just got to put two and two together, right? You saw some Chaos Seven Forty K Day, and then here's some more stuff on Boxing Day. Yeah, I don't that's know, true. man. Could be. Maybe, well, to, but... to be to be whether it's a, a full entry or not, everything that has appeared so far in Kill Team has been usable in Forty K in some fashion. Mm-hmm. True, and I am positive that will be the case with the Trader Guards. I am not sure that is going to be the case with the Trader Guards in the Chaos Space Marine Codex. Mm. True, true, true. I I have an, a thought that it's going to be somewhere else, but it's very difficult to figure out where. It's not going to be in a Demon Codex. No. Is it going to be some? Uh, are you going to get special rules for trader guards in the Astra Militarum Codex? Hmm, I it mean, could be like a dual possible, but weird. Yeah, I, 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 I like the uncertainty of not being sure where it goes. I hope it goes somewhere very weird and out of left field because that's fun. But right now, I'm just I'm I, I don't Especially even have since they were weird and from left field. <laughs> To begin with, yeah, yeah, for sure. Keep, keep the weird going. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. And of course, we got a preview for some upcoming Warcry, the new warband, the Horns of Hassut. The big thing is that we're moving away from the eight points. Yes. Um, which it, so it's good, right? Because originally Warcry was Chaos Warbands fighting for um Archeons you know, favor. And then it, and then it was like, oh, well, I guess we'll expand it to the rest of the AOS factions. And so they were all kind of tacked on. So what we're doing is we're moving to the jungle and this will allow them to sort of reset everything. Like not necessarily all of the rules, but basically all of the stats Yeah. Um, and kind of balance stuff back out. Because I don't know that when they made Warcry, they really intended to add all of that stuff on top. Yeah, it, I think it does it was... feel like that was a mistake they were trying to correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now like... we're going. Now we're we've got it. We've hit the reset button, which is fine. Um, and uh, I, I, the the horns of Hashut are fine. The fancy guys are cool. The regular people are people. <laughs> yes. And that's fine. They have very tall helmets. They do have very tall helmets. Well, I mean, we've seen the elves, and so these really pale in comparison. Yeah, for sure. Nothing compares to their helmets, but. <laughs> uh, but the Centurion Marshal's a okay. 
that guy is um he's gonna end up on a couple of uh, wooden plinths going to golden demon i'm sure Big time. he is nice i like that his torso is um it's it reminds me of a lot of the sigmar nurgle guys like it's that same sort of build that big bulky build it, but with extra arms he he's got the physique of a world's strongest man competition yes, yes. like this is if he wasn't a centurion marshal he'd be wearing a kilt tossing logs yeah and picking up really big atlas stones that's that's true um He's got all his gladiator weapons. He's just like all of them. Cool. All of them. <laughs> the entire no catalog. Need to choose, you have four arms. Yes, he yeah, went into sure. the shop and he said, "I'll have one of each." Yeah, I love him a lot. It's um very reminiscent of the dragon ogres too, mm-hmm. um, which mm-hmm. I think the Shagoth is one of the best models they've made. Um. So hopefully we'll get to see more more of this sort of centaur hybrid kind of thing. I'd love to see like then expand that further because it all exists in in a Warhammer or I guess Age of Sigmar lore. Right. I haven't quite gotten there yet. It's weird because he's technically an arachnid or an octopod. Oh, fair mm. enough. Yeah. There should be more octopus in the Age of Sigmar. Yes. There's only the one with a knife. I mean, he's got a knife, though. So <laughs> He does have a knife. <laughs> um, and we, there was some uh, new models for Lord of the Rings. A couple new guys. Um, nice looking models. Uh, Lord of the Rings is not really our thing. Yeah. But they're yeah. bears. Bears are good. Yeah. Bears are always... Uh, animals, We I think we can say, across the board, Games Workshop, animal models, always a plus. And right. someone somewhere is super excited about this, and I am really happy for them. Yes. I'm just here's here's where my brain went. I went, huh, bears. I wish I could paint bears for games I play. Oh, they're going to be putting out Kislev for Warhammer uh, Age of Fantasy or whatever they're going to be called. <laughs> the old world, yeah. Yeah, the old world. Yep. And they have bears. Hmm. Bears, bear riders, all the bears. Yes, I like bears. Um, I like the uh, the meme that says, uh, if bears are dangerous, dangerous, explain this. It's just four photos of round, fluffy bear ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think probably the most hype day for the Warhammer Fest was Saturday, which was Horse Heresy Day. Which I never would have thought I would be so hyped, but here we are. They've sold me on it. Oh, me too. Um, so couple things we saw. First thing was the box set, right? Mm-hmm. Huge box set in sort of remaining consistent with their latest Necromunda box set. Like, like just what if it was just the biggest box? Oh, I think each one's just going to slowly get bigger. Yeah. Like they're going to add to half an inch to each box and just, uh, <laughs> it's just, there's so much stuff, um, in the box. Um, got two two characters and just tons of uh mark six space marines in there some uh dreadnoughts it's just it's ridiculous it's a lot like if if you're a a horus heresy player i mean i think it goes without saying that you're gonna want this box because of course it also contains the new rules um and the the transport 
the Spartan transports in there. Um, it's crazy. And so not only do they reveal the box, though, they're also like, uh-huh. oh, here's some other stuff we're going to have, too. So we get to see the classic style Rhino releases a plastic. And these this is all stuff that was um, Forge World, right? The Demios right. pattern Rhino, which is the, you know, the original Rhino kit. They they sold this, that style for 40K way back in the 80s. Um, coming out as a new plastic kit for Aegis, uh, for Horus Heresy. And then we also get another tank. Mm-hmm. The... Kratos heavy assault tank, which um, it's just got a bunch of big guns, battle cannon on there. So, also just tons of heavy. They showed us how they're going to do heavy weapons, right? So there's a heavy weapon. Which box. that was really cool. Yeah. Right, and that it's the way they've done it is smart for getting your friends into playing, right? Because it's like, all right, we're going to get this box. It's got these three kinds of weapons. I really only want this one, but then you guys can have these, and let's go. Um, they all look incredible. They are. Uh, they did say in the live feed, so they are all built uh, for the Mark VI, but that without too much finagling, you should be able to put them on uh, the other armors also. Yeah, and... Um... I don't know if it's consistent with this edition, but, you know, Horus Heresy last edition, unlike now where your Spaceman squad might have one heavy weapon, this is just, they just have squads of heavy weapon guys. Right? Yeah. So yeah. makes sense to do it this way, too. Makes it a lot easier to um, get boxes of heavy weapons rather than just having to pick like, oh, well, I need six boxes or got to find bits if I want to get a full heavy weapon squad. Right. Um, no, they're like, here. But just here's the box. Yeah, special. But you're also not like, you're also not paying for a big bloated, right? Squad box full of stuff that you don't actually want. Right, and this is perfect because each box comes with ten of each weapon. Mm-hmm. So there's special weapons. There's a couple different heavy weapons boxes. Um, I think they're trying to make this as easy to get into as they can. Yeah. Right. Which kind of tells me that they're going for a fresh audience as much. Because mm-hmm. oh, sure. one of the things that made me very doubtful of exactly this pro- kind of product launch happening is everyone I know who's into Horus Heresy already has thousands of dollars and hundreds of miniatures of Horus Heresy. Yeah. Right. Uh, I armies that I have 90 Hormagons for, even if they put out new Hormagons and they, there's a really cool $200 box that has 40 Hormagons in them, I'm not going to be jumping for joy to right. paint more. I have a lot. So this tells me that they're really going after a new audience, which is interesting. I mean, it's also the fact that it's plastic. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's a because I mean, it, regardless of anything else, the fact that so much of it is resin is I, like I don't want to. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's super. Which is kind of why, to a certain degree, when I think of and and I could be wrong because these these are Space Marine players and they do have like man, if if I'm considered a uh, Games Workshop fanboy, I think anyone who collects Space Marines has got me beat. Because mm. 
that them boys and girls will buy anything with a space marine armor <laughs> in triplicate. So this guy's head is facing slightly different direction. No, I mean, yeah, the, the whole the whole freaking Primaris Lieutenant gag yep. is like it's super funny to you and me because we're Xenos players, but Space Marine players are really into this and mm -hmm. cool, good for them. I I mean, I'm not that different for the stuff I love, so I get it. So like, I part of me was thinking uh, if they already have. A bunch. If they've already invested, they have like reoccurring nightmares about how much resin they've painted for for this game. <laughs> how how interesting is it to spend more money to get the exact same thing they have but in plastic again? I, I've I, seen I, a few people though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And but, yeah, no, th that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm surprised by two reactions. I'm surprised that people who are already super mega invested and clearly do not need more Horus Heresy in their lives are jumping, they're chomping at the bit. They will get that box at least once, perhaps twice, and they're, they're super happy about it. And I'm shocked that me, as someone who is not interested in Horus Heresy all that much, because historical games are already not that great in my point of view, like I don't enjoy them that much, but historical about things that haven't happened really happened at all like i don't i don't want to get like really into the details of every company and and, and platoon but whatever H how am i excited about this <laughs> why is this happening i did see i did run into a thread on twitter which was really nice which was a bunch of horse heresy players that were um like because someone had asked like hey i am i gonna get like a lot of flack if i don't you know, follow everything to the letter and have the right number of rivets on my stuff. And so it was a bunch of Horus Heresy players who would like more people in the community providing like a long list of valid lore reasons why you can make your stuff look however you want. And like the responses for the inevitable neckbeards who tell you that you've done it wrong. And it's the, well, uh, actually, <laughs> and it was just really good. Yeah. I was happy to see it. Yeah, that that's the kind of positivity I want to see in this in this mm -hmm. community, and I, I love I love to see it. I love to see it preemptively, also. Yes. So that's, man. I am. I have I have a resin mortarion with some <sighs> death shrouds from Forge World. Yeah, I have um, a resin sanguinius from Forge World. And yeah. Um, and well, but the cool thing they're doing too, though, this is a preview that came after Warhammer Fest. Is so there were some models, right? We we're seeing new stuff, um, but like the Sakarian battle tank, right? That was mm. a two hundred plus dollar model, which was very good in Horus Heresy, and a lot of people wanted it. Now it's going to be a plastic kit, which mm -hmm. theoretically should make it more affordable than two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be like a hundred, hundred twenty five. Yeah, which is like great that. though because that you know that's I'm sure there are people that want it that just couldn't fit it in their budget right like Hopefully i mean this I, makes it a little easier for them i know that people will complain about the the prices of games workshop stuff and i'm certainly yeah, no, not no. saying it's not a luxury hobby but i mean like one of the things uh that they talk about is when they launched the first batch of 28 millimeter knights one of the things that they wanted to do was give players sort of a more affordable version of a Titan, right? Like mm -hmm. a Titan is a massive investment. And so like, yeah, it is. 
Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, but like a knight, you can get a knight and it's, you know, it's still a big stompy gothic robot. And so it it's like they do want you to have the toys. They just can't always find a a reasonable way to give them to you. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think as we see more Horus Heresy previews, we'll see more of that stuff that was, you know, probably regularly taken in Horus Heresy mm-hmm. now in plastic. Yeah. Which only makes the game better, right? Easier, yep. easier to convert and mess around with, which a lot of Horus Heresy players like to do. Um, easier to work with and, and just, you know, more affordable. Um so Horror Heresy, I think, you know, was was a, a big day and, and I also am now um more excited about it than I was before. I don't want to be excited about it, but here we are. I know. It, Man, I, I have literally never painted a space marine. Ever. You may you may soon be painting forty. I know. Well, luckily on an almost daily basis they're 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 doing a little preview articles for each chapter. I know. I'm sort of waiting for them all to come out, and then I'm just gonna like sit yeah. down with my coffee and be like, "All right, what are we doing?" You know, I think um, as much as I hate to torture myself with it, it it would probably be Imperial Fist for me, just because mm. I like Crimson Fist. Um, so I might as well torture myself and paint yellow, right? Yeah, why mm-hmm. not? I yeah, I, it's not I, as bad. No, it's really it's not. Not, as not bad now. As it could be. Trying it to paint a time where it was damn near impossible. Yeah, trying to paint yes. them like 15, 20 years ago when I tried yeah, to paint. No. I was like, this is dumb. I'm not doing this. Um, and they did release a, a short article about here's how other factions fit into Horus Heresy, um, yep. which was nice. You know, a lot. I think a lot of the the larger knights um, are pretty impressive Forge World kits. So, you know, you can have your, your knights in there as well as your um, custodes. Mm-hmm. So many, so many custodas, and if I, those you you paint them for 40k, you've painted them for 30k. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They have not changed mm-hmm. their shiny golden boys. No, no. There's there. You already got an army then, right? You're good to go. They're not painted. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> Do, um, you know how I live my life. That's true. <laughs> None of this should come as a surprise. We, we all live that Games Workshop addict life. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. we're bad at we have problems. Things. If we you don't have rather... six armies going at once, you, you know. It's going yeah, what are you even doing with your time? <laughs> um, we did get another, as JF mentioned, another Necromunda preview for the Squat Battlesuit. Oh, I love so, it so much. So chunky and, and it's great. I've read a lot of people because it's, it's called the something drill, right? It's. It is called the. Vartigen Exo Driller. And a lot of people are complaining. It's like, well, where's the drill? It's and in the I'm middle like, of his hand. Exactly. Yeah, Let's take a look, guys. Come on. Like, before you complain, like, if you're asking where's the drill earnestly because you didn't notice it, cool. But if you're just complaining, you need to pay better attention because it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. It grabs you with the big claw and then puts a hole through you with the drill. With the drill. I was going to say, if, if you're going to drill something and you don't grab onto it with something that can crush a car, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, you make sure like the jaws of life. That's how you get accurate drilling spots is, is you grab it. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish I could use something like that to drill my gun holes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I 
adore the design architecture on this thing because it's it looks so like cute. such a mismatch, mishmash of different designs, and it, they're all perfect. It's so round. Oh, I love it. I love it's, it. It's so stupid. It's got a lot of the roundness that we've seen in uh, in the the the, the 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 like the Ridge Runner and the Goliath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has, it's got the same elements that we've seen from the Necromunda guys, which is great. Just a little uh-huh. boxier because, you know, it's a bigger suit. And you've definitely got, like, on the top of the uh, of the backpack and the way the lights are made, that's definitely some Imperial design stuff. Yep. And there's something about how the rivets are done that is a little bit reminiscent. Uh, also, the way the, uh, the feet are designed. A little bit reminiscent of Cardano Overlords. Yeah. A, yep. A soupçon of uh, <laughs> of that going on there. Yes, you're absolutely correct. It'll be. Yeah, I, I love them. It's it's such a good model, and I am excited to see if they get anything else for that warband. Um, ha! It's a, it's a gang. Matt. A gang. Oh, I, I, oh no! I switched over. Oh, I got war cry on the mind. Uh, yeah, that mm. gang. Um, I'd like, like, it'd be cool if they did a squat specific vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think mean, that's a squat specific vehicle. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Like it's, we're, we're living in the golden age of this stupid hobby. Uh, the stuff you've been wanting for years is coming back. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's been wanting for years. Um, it is truly a. A fantastic time. Um, so, some something uh, as long as we're talking a little bit about Ashway, something that's been happening on Twitter that's been an absolute joy to watch is some dude who, as Amy pointed out, just happens to be the guy who designed the uh, the scenery yes. for Ashways, has been posting uh, tips. Oh, cool. Let me Amy find him. Is looking for the, his handle because you guys need to go check out that thread. And it basically details all the way that the Sector Mechanicum scenery is compatible with the Ashway scenery. Oh, and it, it is brilliant because it is all intricately con- like convertible, combinable. People are going to be able to do some wild stuff with that. Like we, we saw the Ashway um, Ewok village and thought, this is neat. But neat. knowing that it yeah. is com- compatible with Sector Mechanicum, which is one of their coolest and already most versatile terrain set, the stuff we're going to see out of this is going to be just nuts. Okay, so his name is Owen Patton, O-W-E-N underscore P-A-T-T-E-N. He just posted seven hours ago tip number 30. So, like, oh, wow. we're still doing this. Um and it's like all the different ways you can put stuff together. And I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, you can, um, you know, like, hey, there's all these antennas you can put on a place. But it's like you can build this awning two different ways. You can add these, uh, you know, you can add doors. You can, you know, the hooks yep. from the, the walkways can use the same clips. Or, that you use in the second mechanic as walkways to attach them. One of my favorite early ones is you can use this platform and it's compatible for you to put the to to, to put it around one of the, yeah. the Ewok houses. Oh yeah, and oh, those can yeah, be yeah. those can be two floors. 
It's and here's all the places ladders go. It is madness. It's madness. It's also so cool to see one of the designers being so excited about mm-hmm. something he produced and posting about it. He's also this... sharing a bunch of painted versions of it too. Yes, and man, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to paint my Necromunda stuff. Like, part of me wants to do it like really clean and fun, and another part of me wants to just go absolutely nuts with the rust. Yeah, it's every time a Necromunda. Like I've spent hours just looking at Necromunda terrain um, and how people have painted it because there's so many different aesthetics or, you know, even I've seen people paint that uh, Zomar Taos terrain starting with like a turquoise undercoat and just layering on stuff on top. And it looks amazing. Um, Just a lot of stuff you wouldn't think of necessarily. Um, I am super excited to check that out because I have not put together my Ash Waste terrain yet. And I do have some extra sector mechanicus terrain. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I mean, there really hasn't been much for 40K. Um, they're really focused on the Horus Heresy stuff right now. I'm sure we will have more shortly as they ramp up for their next 40K release. Um, we're sort of in a chaos little, is coming, baby. Yeah, chaos soon. We're in sort of after Knights are in a little bit of an uh, AOS area. They mm. have some battle tomes and boxes coming out. So not too much 40K, but I assume that uh, Horus Heresy is fast on the horizon and i think we've already determined that we'll probably end up talking about that a little bit yeah Yeah. i guess i mean (laughs) i i mean you already painted you already painted some dark angels right so this is just a different mark of armor listen i was looking forward to this being chaos month followed by a bunch of horse heresy months and I was really happy about all of it because I was going to get things done. I was going to catch up on some work. Now I'm not. Now you're not. Necromunda to do. and uh, Too many projects. It's so good. Way better. Way better this way. I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather have too many projects than nothing to do in, in boredom. I've yep. never had nothing to do. <laughs> I wonder how it feels. <laughs> Someday. Well, no. not not now that we're in the golden age, but years ago. No, I've already said I've already said that I've already said that when I die, please bury me with all my unfinished hobbies. Yeah, like right. some sort of Egyptian and I'll just take care of it in the afternoon. Build a mausoleum out of my unopened boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's you can bury true. me and my family in because it'll be huge. <laughs> it'll be huge. Well, you guys, uh, I mean, got anything else besides before we talked about Adepticon a little bit? No, let's talk about Adepticon, though, because there's only 307 days. Three In 307 days, we had Adepticon. And if you were smart about it, you might choose the Geek Nation Tours option. Every year, Terrace adds a little something extra. And this year, uh, you may have seen it while you're at Adepticon, but there are these... These guys have been doing this for years. There's a Space Hulk game. They build a, a custom 3D board multiplayer event. These these are the the events that when you go to sign up for your Adepticon ticket, sign out, si- uh, are fully signed up within minutes. If you're on the Adepticon tour mm-hmm. this year with Geek Nation Tours, they're running the event for the tour. So you'll be guaranteed to be able to play. Which, uh, considering how many people I've heard say, well, I can't believe I missed the Space Hulk event again, 
might be a reason just to sign up for the Ganesha tour. But not only that, you get registration before anybody else. So before yeah. the general population gets to sign up for events, you get to sign up for whatever you want. You don't have to rush and, uh, you know, try and get in your cart before anybody else does. You can, you have free reign to choose, pick and choose the events, the classes you want. And, um, you know, I think besides specialist games like this, I think the, uh, painting classes are, are the, you know, if don't sell, uh, if not faster, just as fast. Yes. As these. Um, we've got, he has lots of stuff he does for the tour too, right? Nights out to dinner. There's a, a bowling night. He has an industry night where you get to talk to the folks from Mantic and Crucible Crush Games, um, Warlord as well, and a podcaster night as well, where you could meet, if you were there last year, you, you saw JF stand up and talk about stuff, um, and you may have talked to us at dinner. Um, I don't know why you're threatening people with talking to me. <laughs> hey, Terrace at made it very clear that he wanted us to say positive things about this tour. <laughs> Listen, I would say that the people that I chatted with didn't seem to mind, and I don't, I don't think you... Yes, no, you're a selling point. <laughs> I don't know about that. Amy's a selling point. <laughs> um, but the tour is up now at geeknationtours.com. You can find the Adepticon tour. You can pre-book and get in there um, for a deposit, and you will get to enjoy, I think... If one thing Terrace does is he makes Demticon easy for you, mm -hmm. right? People like us, us plebeians, we have to rush. Try <laughs> we have to try and rush to get a room and get our events. I have ulcers. Oh, uh, it's so. Oh man, I don't. <laughs> you, you can tell it is a very it is a very hectic time for anybody that doesn't participate in this tour because you got a room. You get every night is planned for you if you want to do something. Your meals are all, all set to go in the evening and. I think the biggest selling point, which we talked about, was the registration, right? Yeah. Because that is the most frustrating part. So if you head over to geeknationtours.com, you can find the Adepticon tour on there. Check it out. Book. You know, I'm sure shoot an email if you have any questions. I'm sure, uh, you know, Terrace will be happy to answer any questions you have. But it is the premier way to attend Adepticon. All right. Well, why don't you head over to our Facebook, uh, post pictures of what you're working on. Let us know what you're excited for, what Horace Heresy chapter will you be painting. Um, check out Warhammer Workshop for some great videos. Um, painting and unboxing and just general chat. I think uh, you guys did a video every day for the Warhammer preview, right? We did. That was a good time. That was more was fun, fun than I expected it to be. So you can see Jeff and Amy's instant reactions to what's happening. It's not instant because well, those are in the afternoon we'd record, but it's very, it's very fresh. Very it's timely. Not, uh, we'll say that. Yeah. The, the blood is still coagulating. <laughs> the wound is fresh. Yes. Those, those videos have been a lot of fun. Though. They're, they're a lot of work, but they're a lot of fun to, to do. So um, I'm, I'm glad some people are watching them, I guess. I've enjoyed them. Um, yeah, the excitement that you guys have is definitely palpable in those videos. And uh, you guys also have your storytelling podcast in its fifth season we right. do aquilo a-c-h-e-w-i-l-l-o-w available uh, at aquilo.com or wherever you get your podcasts i'm excited about this week's episode too it'll be a good one i am uh i'm a little 
I'm I'm nervous as I am with all episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you're, you're always nervous, and they've all been fantastic. Thanks, yeah. bud. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong, yeah. but thank you. Well, <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong, but that's okay. Um, all right, guys, we will talk to you again in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhas Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>